Impress my girlfriend right in front of me? Chill out, it was you just... cisgendered hyperprivilege! Welcome to Dutch and Royce. The number to call in is 954-573-2780. Or you could uh, just go to morelikeradio.com slash live. How about that? Or Hippo Juice Film on Skype. Add us there. That's another way to get in contact with the show. Uh, so, so many, many, many ways. Uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, today is August 8th, 2017. As you can hear, this is Royce. Uh, Dutch is not here tonight. He's doing something with his family. However... We have the wonderful, the talented, uh, Chris Hammy Hamill here. Uh, uh from Calf, Cru- Calf Crusher Radio. Uh, Tonight, we- he's from Moon- Royce Over My Hammy. Yes, this is Royce Over My Hammy, which is one of my favorite incarnations of the show. Some of my favorite shows have been this, so take that, Dutch. Um As- should be. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Johnny Cake Sanzeri, of course. Wubba lubba dub dub. Uh, and we have Mitch and Sherry. Do we say hello together? Or Kyle. One, 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 two, two three. three. Hello. Hi. You said it wrong. <laughs> Nailed it. Both of you are so, so in sync. You guys got it. Uh, welcome, everybody. And then there's um, me. And then there's eh, Henry. Uh, Marie, Marie, Marie's here, of course. Um, tonight, we're very, very excited. We have special guests in, in about half an hour. Uh, That's 30 minutes us. for those who are counting. Yes. Uh, One uh, night only. Uh, Jared Along? Fogel. It's Alonji. Alonji. Yes, I said it right. Jared yes. Alonji. Said it right. Uh, we'll be joining us. The song you heard at the beginning of the show, which we're not going to cut out. Normally, we cut out the music, but we're going to leave it so you guys could hear it. Uh, what was uh, the name of that song? Uh, that was Trigger Warning mm-hmm. from the album Sunrise Skater Kids. 
from the band Canadian Softball. By the way, very funny. No, that was actually um he has a couple bands. I don't know oh. how it really works, but that band was Sunrise Skater Kids. I don't remember the name of that album though. But now his new band that he has is Canadian, Canadian Softball. Softball correct. Well, we'll just have to let him explain it. Yeah. In 30 minutes. Okay. It was it was uh Friendville was the name of the album. Well, there you go. He'll be joining us at 10.30, and we'll be uh, talking about that. And I, I did like that. That song was very funny. Uh, I was listening to some of his stuff in preparation. And all of it's very, very funny. Uh, but uh, when he comes on, we'll definitely talk to him about that. Uh, well, what did everybody do? Did anybody do anything exciting that we should of note? Hammy, Hammy guess ha- first. Have you done anything? You're asking the least exciting person in the world yeah. what he did Hammy, last weekend. Hammy- That's a mistake on your oh. part. We can one up you on least exciting. Oh. Um, I, I went upstate in New York to a place outside of Lake George where we stayed in a cabin for the weekend and completely isolate ourselves from humanity. So that, that was sounds crazy. amazing. So that's every day of my life. That sounds that like sounds it was, wonderful. It was good. Oh god, I like it. And 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 what 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 did you guys do? Did you go look at wood again, Mitch and Sherry? No, this wow. weekend we had an exciting time of. Engagement photos for my brother. Well, Friday we sat there getting drunk and watching Jared's videos over and over and making games out of them. And then Saturday I spent three to four hours wood burning a project Mm -hmm. while he... What did you do Saturday? I don't know what I did. That was asking you earlier, like, what did we do this weekend? I'm like, I have no recollection of me doing anything. And then we fell asleep at 730. Oh, that's right. We fell asleep. You woke up at 9.30, went to bed, and slept until about 537 o'clock on Sunday. You're old people. You're fucking old people. I know. We have no friends. All of our friends live across the country. You want me to make it even better? I fell asleep on a recliner with a blanket <laughs> over my legs and a pillow behind my neck. Oh, my God. Why are old people's legs always cold? Well, that sounds cold? comfortable. It is co- they're, because they're smart, Royce. <laughs> That's why they put blankets. Did you have a pipe? Did you have one of your pipes near you? No. Because if you would have been there with a pipe, that would have just really done it. You, you guys have. I don't let him smoke in the house. You guys act like you're retired already. Like, you, you guys act like <laughs> we're retired. practicing. We, yeah, we just can't afford to be retired. And then on Sunday, we went down to his parents' house because I was taking engagement photos uh-huh. for his little brother and his fiance. Uh-huh. And speaking of his parents, I have a special shout out for you, okay. Royce Marie, from his okay. dad. Oh, it's a pizza thing, isn't it? No, he <laughs> he called me tonight. We were talking about a fishing trip. And he goes, oh, are you doing a show tonight with your friends? I was like, yeah. He's like, tell those pot-smoking friends I said hi. You know, that's I think he meant H-I-G-H. He's like, hi. That, that's that's a little on the nose. But yeah, I will accept. Tell him I said hi. That's very nice. And um, Johnny, did you do anything exciting? Yeah, uh, I finished week one of my six-week course for personal training certification. John's going to be a personal trainer. Oh, so trainer. you're going to have sex with a bunch of MILFs? So that's a pretty good career. I like that. Good for you. Yeah, the, me and uh, my girl, my girlfriend, Serena, we both uh, signed up, and we're going to be doing hands-on training for six weeks. Are they going to be the annoying couple that's going to just age and look better than everybody else? Like, it's going to be, you guys are annoying me already. Sick of it. Really? Yes. How long have you guys been together? Uh, eight months. Aww. Oh wow. 
Good is, for you. Is that, is, is that your longest relationship, John? Out of curiosity, it was all, the benchmark has always been eight months. Uh, the, up until Serena, uh, eight months was back in high school. I had never been able to go past like two months. And how old are you Can now? I, give you my- I am thirty-four. Okay. Can I give you my recommendation for a one-year anniversary? Uh huh. Come to Minnesota. <laughs> she, How'd I do? She wants that for everything, though, because they get very lonely. And by the way, it's a lot easier for you to come here than us to go to that shithole you live in. I apologize, <laughs> but that shithole you live in up there. Right. But I mean, when you're a hermit, no one wants by to come here. By the way, uh, not your home. Your home is lovely. I mean, your, your entire state is a shithole. Um, I don't know. Not, you I, only saw I, the city's I, part. Well, okay, fine. Look, my point is, is I'm not saying that it's. Royce thinks everything's a shithole. No, well, here's I don't the think thing. Everything's Here, a here's the thing. You know, everyone's like, you know, you're always, they're always talking about flyover states. Like Mid- Minnesota's a flyover state. Yeah. Well, for us, for Ontario, it's a drive-through state. They drive through us to go to you, Royce. <laughs> Look, I'm not. Okay, I get it. I'm not saying it's ugly. It's not an ugly state at all. I understand it's pretty, and that's true. I did just see the city in a hotel. I guess I would have to give it a fair shake. Yeah, you're not giving it a but fair shake. That yeah, be- come back. No. <laughs> it's like, okay, I would come back strictly because of you guys, not because I want to see the wonders of Minnesota. We might have snow, but at least we don't have Florida people. That's true. really mean because I'm a Florida people, you fucking bitch. So no, you're, you're a cu- you are a Cuban people from Florida. Well, you say you at least don't live in New Jersey. Uh, in Miami. That's true. Florida yours. For, New Jersey's the Florida, the Northeast. So you know, <laughs> you know, you know, you are. Yeah, you kind of are. New Jersey. What does really- that say? What does that? I, seriously, people may may complain about Donald Trump taking a 17 day vacation. People should be more focused on the fact that he's taking a 17-day vacation in New Jersey. That, hmm. to me, is the bigger alarm. Aren't you, isn't New Jersey the garden state? Should be re- it, is, it, yeah, it, shit garden it, state. It no, it's meth. I, no, I was going to say, they need to rename it the vacation state. It's where everyone wants to go now. Well, yeah, they call it the garden state, ironically. It's not, you know. <laughs> oh, like how Florida's the sunshine like state when you call it a, rains every when day. When you call a fat guy tiny, you know, something like that. Like it's, Oh, it's, I see. You know, because they may, you mean Jersey's full of weeds. Yeah, exactly. Kind of like not, my garden. Yeah, and our yeah, governor yeah. yells at people while holding nachos. That that's that's what we do. That's that's what he, New Jersey does. A fucking and has a front butt. He's a fucking piece of shit. Like it doesn't matter. I care about his politics. The guy's just a piece of shit. I love. That what do you think his healthcare policy is? I love that he's getting nachos. Photo- that he's getting photoshopped into everything, and it hasn't stopped. The beach memes are a fucking all the amazing. Balls. They they. I I hope they never stop. He's a piece of shit. He's a man that doesn't care how he looks because, you know, he, you know, it would be healthier if he, like, I don't know, like lifted weights maybe or something. It, it was kind of hilarious that he sold his balls to Trump and Trump didn't give him a position. Yep. <laughs> it's pretty oh, funny, yeah. man. You got to admit, it's fucking you know hilarious. Why, right? I'm sorry. So supposedly, uh, uh, Christie was giving Trump his phone and Trump is a notorious germaphobe. So because oh. he didn't want to touch Chris Christie's phone. That's why he fired Christy. Ha! I mean, uh, I wouldn't touch his phone either. Yeah, yeah it's got like grease and like well, food stuff fr- on frosting. it. At least it was a reasonable firing. Just he's just a piece of shit, and he dresses really poorly for his body. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, he, he should dress in Tommy Bahamas and like just like just like loose fitting pants. Just don't tuck in your shirt, dude. 
Yeah, he should he should go the Tommy Bahama route, which is just linen pants. Yeah. Go with loose fitting shirt everywhere. He'll be the people's mayor or governor or whatever he is, man. He's like, yo, I'm here for the people, man. I'm here to party. Woo. Ah, it doesn't matter. All bets are off. North Korea is going to nuke us anyway, so who cares? Are they really going to, like, reach us? I, or mean, they they, just... I mean, they, right now, from what I've heard, they could reach California. Don't we have, like, a missile defense system? Yeah, yeah, we do. We but do. did you hear that from North Korea, though? No, no, no. From, <laughs> from, from Americans. No. Oh, all right. Not from Dennis Rodman. Is, isn't he over there? Is he hostage again? I'm already saying it. If we, if we don't have Dennis Rodman over there as a secret agent and he doesn't give uh, Fat Boy a bomb with a, a basketball with a bomb in it, then we're fucking... First off, plot for a movie right there. Secondly, how do you not do that? It's the easy way to kill him. Dennis Rodman comes back as a hero, as he should be, and America's set again. We're fine. Right? Is you Jack don't think Bauer's Rodman's going to be like a, a prisoner of war or anything like that? You don't no. think he's going to be like the first celebrity tall. to die in the he's hands of the tall. Korean regime? He's much too tall for the He'll Koreans. He'll dunk on them. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, what were you going to say, Mitch? Uh, is Jack Bauer still doing 24 shows? I don't think so. This seems like the, the new plot line for it. It they does. Do I thought he was doing it. I thought he was doing um, pr- uh, premiere interiors for cars. No. He has, oh, no, that's Eddie Bauer. No, that's a different, yes. <laughs> and then Jack Bauer gets everything done by talking like this. Hey, defuse that bomb, but I'm going to torture you. Get a daughter, I'll scream. My daughter looks mediocre at best. Who's your man on the inside? Remember when Freddie Prince Jr. was on the show? God, what happened to that show? I can't trust anyone. I know. I Hammy. really like alcohol. Hammy, that was a TV show called Twenty Four, and <laughs> oh, um, oh, okay. I, I didn't know. I don't watch people anything. that Hammy doesn't watch anything on television. Twenty Four Hours, right? Each episode is a span of Twenty Four Hours. Okay, okay. Royce, what did you do this weekend? We visited my uh, family who live in um, Punta Verde Beach. That ah. means Green Point. Oh, language. That, that mean, no, that means Green Point. I'm allowed. Punta. I'm allowed to say it. I'm allowed to say it. Punta, not yeah. It's in um, near it's just south of Jacksonville ja- ja- Beach yeah. or Neptune Beach. Correct. Yeah, your family just moved back into town, so yes. to speak. They're back yes. in Florida. So we were. So we had a family reunion. Yes, and um, my dad has a uh, a Tesla S. Oh, this is the very first time I've ever driven one of those cars. Holy shit! That is yeah. one of the, and he has a Tesla S and a Fisker. What's a Fisker? It's uh, another. They don't it's make basically a, make the, ball, the most expensive hybrid you can ever buy. Correct. A Carlton Fisker? It's no. It is the the Tesla is the fastest car I have ever driven, and I've driven a lot of his cars. I've driven. I've driven Corvettes. I've, I mean, I mean, I'm, I have never been in a car that I've been holy shit. This is fast. It has ludicrous speed. Uh, yeah, it has all the different options that you can go up. Now, when I'm, I'm telling, it takes a little bit to get used to. It's the first time I ever, I ever drove a Tesla. But when you when you take your foot off the accelerator, the car doesn't keep moving. Yeah, it, it feels like kind of like auto braking. It feels like you're braking as soon as you take your I mean, put it, your foot off it, the gas. You get used to it really quickly, but but I don't. It, it's it, I'm trying to see if I'm explaining it correctly, but like. So it's you like know, a golf cart. There's no, there's no right. shifting. Right. It feels like a golf cart. As soon as your foot's off the accelerator, it just stops. Like when you take your foot off the accelerator, the the engine feels like it's stopping, and then you know it'll, it'll but it'll accelerate quickly. But if you stomp on it, it fucking flies, and it has a little battery panel 
in the place of where the, uh, you know, gas gauge goes. And, man, it is fucking neat. As long as the key's in the pocket, you walk by the car and the door handles come out. It's super fucking cool. I would, I would say it feels like, okay, if you would equate a regular car to the very first vacuum tube computer. Right. This Tesla car feels like you're driving a smartphone. Mm. That, now, that's question. True. Question is, yeah. does he have the 75 model, the 100D, or the P100D? I, I, you know what, man? I don't know. I, I because really, either one of those will outrun almost anything, but the P100D does zero to sixty in two point five seconds. Just for holy crap! Few, yeah. Just for those of you t- trying to keep up with it, th- these things smoke Ferraris. I think I, was it a Top Gear episode where 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 they had a Tesla towing a McLaren and it beat the McLaren zero to sixty. Yeah, it, it yes. was Top Gear, right? Yeah. So so I've I I really had, look. I mean, I've heard of the car and we've talked about it, and I love the idea of the Model Three that's coming out a thirty thousand dollar one that. And, and, and apparently it's supposed to go like 270 miles. Now, realistically, it really all depends on how you drive it. Um, if you're fucking... Right, it's all battery powered. Right. If you're stopping on it, you will drain the battery. It's fun to drive, though. Now, the only way to explain the center console... Royce, fucking, didn't, Royce didn't know how to turn the car off. It's... Dude... It's, it's, it took Royce 30 minutes to figure minutes. out how to turn off the car. It's like a 21-inch tablet. Yes, it's top to bottom a tablet with an entire interface of the engine, the car, the tires, the different modes, uh, the air conditioning, how to start the car, how to turn off the car. Up. I mean, literally everything you could do is on that screen. Um, the radio sounds great, but the back seat's actually pretty comfortable. Um, but when you step on it, you it puts your head into the seats. I've never driven a car that has that kind of acceleration. And the fact that it doesn't use gas is pretty impressive, you know? How long does it take when you uh, charge up the battery? Um, my parents had a, a fast charger installed, mm-hmm. so it could actually charge up the car in 30 minutes. Wow. But, and uh, how, but that's not normal. how often do you need to charge it? Uh, I mean, Average. At, I mean, usually... It says it goes 270 miles, but the tree, my, my mother basically just drives it to work, and when she drives it back home, she charges it again. So it's kind of hard to tell, you know what I mean? Because it works only like 14 miles back and forth. So, you know, realistically, it could go pretty far. I mean, you know, the thing is, the, the only problem with, with the cars is there's a couple places that have the fast charging places where they charge up the car for 30 minutes or you'd have lunch and stuff like that, but... The issue is like taking it on a road trip. Like you have to be really, really, really precise. You know, there's too much traffic or stuff like that, like to get there. But however, I have to say, is it fun to drive? Holy shit, that car is fun to drive. And the weird part is something going that fast that is quiet. Absolutely quiet. You don't hear anything because it doesn't have a a combustion engine. So it doesn't make the noise of something. It's, it's kind of weird getting used to something going that fast that doesn't make a loud noise. You know what I mean? I, I mean, I guess mm-hmm. the only way to explain it, like, while you're accelerating, you get, you don't have to raise your voice because the car is, is absolutely silent. Yep. And uh, Check in the chat room. I posted yes. a video of a P100D Tesla versus uh, smoking a Ferrari 488. <laughs> um, uh, it's at the 40-second mark. Yeah, these things are insanely fast. Like, if, if you do not know just how fast this thing is, 
Top Gear has done endless tests. You can find endless videos of people driving these things versing uh, supercars that cost three times as much, and they either beat these things or keep up with them. Wow. Looks like the Ferrari is able to... Far, but the Ferrari only won by 0 0.02 seconds in a quarter mile drag race. Damn. That's very impressive. Oh, and then the Tesla. Wait, did the Tesla just pass it again? No, no, no. Then they stopped. But now what's it rate? It's a, a Tesla Model SP 100D. Ludicrous. And by the way, that Ferrari 488 starts at $245,000. Yeah. Oh, $100,000 more than the Tesla. For 0.2 seconds? Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Um, and yeah, man, and the system in the in the middle is pretty cool. But a couple things that I will say takes a little bit to get used to it. Again, the car stopping uh, when you take your foot off the accelerator absolutely takes some getting used to. Royce also didn't like the gear. The changes. gear changing is like a little th on the side, like it's a little. Royce had to use a little like two finger diddle thing. Yeah, like, he was just like, like diddle click, it click, up, like click, 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 um, for it to go. But very minor complaints considering how and it's beautiful inside. It is a beautiful car inside. I mean, it is. Very comfortable. This, I only played with it for a little bit, but it was it was so a lot then, of like, fun. So then, as far as like maintenance goes, there's no conventional motor oil in it or any anything nope. in it to like it's all electric, enough. all electric. Woogie woogie woogie. I know Elon Musk and probably tomorrow uh, Kyle would know better, but it was thinking of of making these battery stations where you could just you know pull up and they just swap out your dead battery for a full one, and you could keep driving. Um, which I think would be a good idea. Or, you know, find those those chargers. Like, for example, where Marie works, they have uh, these solar panels, solar panels on the roof of, of, a garage, of, of a garage, but which means they have a free charging for any electric yeah, cars. Yeah, we have those solar panels in the garage, so they have plugs that you can just, you know. So realistically, if you work at a place like that, it. you would never have to pay to charge the no, car. No, you don't even need to pay for electricity <laughs> to charge your own car. Yeah. Even so then, hypothetically, if you're driving long distance and you need the charge uh -huh. like along the way, like can you just like plug in like a charger into like an outlet, or are you screwed? No, you can't be an outlet. It has to be one of the charging stations, I believe. Uh, you also haven't talked about the most amazing features about this thing, which is the app that comes with it. Yes, with mm -hmm. the app you can control every aspect of the car. Yep, and it it connects to your phone and. Let's say you live. Let's say your garage is super tiny and you can't get in your car. Let's, if you wanted to, you can command the car to back itself yep. out. It has full automatic pilot. It will come to you. Yep. And it will stop like the Batmobile in the 1989 movie. You can just tell it to stop and it will stop right in front of you and open the doors for you. Yep. You can control Damn. it on your phone. Yeah, it's pretty amazing too. And the thing is, like, it uh, it update the software updates by itself. So like you know. Let's say you have a 2014 and someone has a 2017. They will have the same software updates because a car software updates like a phone. So uh, it connects to you know your phone, like you said, and then it'll update it. And, and there's even some updates that will make that have made the car faster and more efficient. Software updates, hmm. not hardware updates, which is pretty neat if you think about it. You know, uh, and also I think you know the brakes also pull the kinetic energy and help it to charge it. That's one thing my dad said that the, the brake pads for the car are the biggest he's ever seen. Like, they're, they're humongous. Like laser discs? Yeah, I mean, they're just huge, like really, really thick. Thick. I knew you were going to do that. Um, but, but yeah, you know, it's, it's really cool. And I, I'm excited for the Model 3 because, you know, again, I'm not a big fan. I'm not a big, see the environment. 
but I'm a big fucking save money on gas, you know? Yeah. And if you could, and something like if that's that fun to drive now. Now, Hammy, have they said how fast the Model 3 is going to be? Uh, it's not going to be as fast as the Model S. The Model S is for, like, your Porsche buyers. Right. Uh, the Model 3 should be roughly around 155, I think think miles an hour i right. i could be completely wrong on that but they did say that it will be uh comparative to like a honda civic type r or something like that oh, they're wow. they're okay. marketing for the uh uh the mid-range sporty sedan market okay that's really cool yeah and then it's you know you you know it comes you would you would probably wait a couple of years and you get to use one for a decent price considering they're going to be coming out uh, what, like 30 Gs, right? The Model okay, S. Here we go. Uh, 140 miles an hour estimated top speed, 5.1 uh, seconds, zero to 60. Wow, that's awesome. At, at lowest range, 170 miles and uh, 170 uh, miles of range after 30 minutes of charging. So, there you go. Wow. Well, I mean, yeah, definitely. I'm. I, I'm. I'm definitely going to look into. Uh, into that in a couple of years to replace. And one for of those of you who may not know, uh, who may want to know more about the Teslas, uh, one of my favorite YouTubers, Mark Brownlee, aka uh, MKBHD on Twitter, he has uh, one of these uh, Tesla P100Ds, mm. uh, and he has several videos about. It. So if you want to know more about the Teslas and the experience of owning one, uh, give his YouTube channel a follow because he goes into great detail about owning one of these things. They're they're amazing uh, pieces of machinery. That's awesome. Hey, all right, hey. Uh Let's, uh, Maria, is, uh, is Jared ready to go? I believe he is. You All want right. me to call yeah, him now? Yeah, let's, let's get him on. All now right. Now is better than never. Now is better than two minutes ago? Yes. Good, because I'm calling now. Perfect. <laughs> the time is meow. Hey, Jared. Hello. How's it going? You guys hear me? Oh, yeah, you sound wonderful. Oh, good. I have a, I have a nice, moderately priced microphone, so we're, we're all good. Perfect. Excellent. And I see you are using video. You don't have to if you don't want to, so you can save your bandwidth. Or oh, okay, gotcha. I'm gonna I'm gonna go off the grid. There you go. Yeah, yeah. We, <laughs> we don't want the NSA fuck, fucking picking us up, dude. I mean, that, that's how it is. I listen you know to Infowars, man. There's fluoride in the water, dude. No. Uh, <laughs> and chemtrails. Don't <laughs> forget to talk gay. about the chemtrails. So thank you for joining Dutch and Royce, Jared. It's nice to have you on. Oh, thanks for having me. Uh, my name is Marie, and Royce is on. Hi, I'm I'm the Royce. The Dutch isn't here. He's doing something with his family. We have John here. Hello. We got Hammy. Hello. Good evening, sir. And we got Mitch and Sherry. Sherry's the one who reached out to you. Hello. Well, nice to meet all of you. I am not going to know your names by that, the end of this. That is I totally. Like you too. <laughs> I, was, I was more so preparing you for how many people were on the show. Okay. <laughs> So, again, thank you for joining us. No, you have to remember everyone's name, and we're going to quiz you, and we're going to judge you harshly if you don't. <laughs> oh, no. Harshly. Oh, boy. <laughs> I need a pen and paper. It's all right. Don't <laughs> worry about it. It's, it's fine. So the first thing that we wanted to clarify, because we were a little confused ourselves, is how many bands are you in? <laughs> oh, God. I think about this every now and then. Um, let's see. Okay, so... My my first comedy album, Beating a Dead Horse, that was seven bands. Um, you have seven so I'm, different I'm, bands. Yeah, seven. Well, I mean, <laughs> none of them are real. Oh, but well, I mean, they have songs, <laughs> so they are real in a way. 
Uh, yeah, I guess so. And I mean, they they do better than my friends and local bands back home. So right. I, I guess I'm in seven legit bands. But uh, there's that. Um, I have my non-comedy project, Crazy 88. Um, and I, there, there's probably some other projects in there, like not a major one that I'm forgetting, but... So I guess eight total for the time being. I have some new ones coming soon. So how long ago did you start doing all this work? You don't seem that old for eight different projects simultaneously going. Yeah, I'm I'm only 24. I'm a baby. Um, I when did I start? I mean, like I kind of just eased into it over time. I I've had a YouTube channel since I was in like middle school. Um, and I would just upload guitar covers and stuff. And it wasn't really I, I would I would make sketches with friends, but it wasn't really until the end of my time in college when one of my videos that I just kind of made on a whim went semi viral. And I, I at that moment, I wasn't like, oh, I'm going to be a YouTuber now. I was just like, oh, I'll make some more of these, I guess, and play this out. Then I guess I think gradually over the course of three years after that, I've, I've got gotten into it full time. And I think that's the way it typically works out for other people on YouTube as well. What was the song that made you go viral? It wasn't a song. It was just a, a sketch video called Every Pop Punk Vocalist. Oh, I love you, that. I saw that one uh, a couple <laughs> days ago. Holy shit. That, that was great. That, that was really, it's, really good. <laughs> it's like... If I had known that so many people would see it, I wouldn't have made it like five minutes long. It goes on for a while. <laughs> I I could have made it like a three part thing. Well, it's, um, it's re- it was it was really funny. I think we all oh, made well, the thank you. the early mistake of oh, well, if three minutes is good, then ten minutes. Yeah, is fantastic. Ex- everyone does. Everyone makes the same. You're right. Everyone does the same thing. Well, if people like three minute videos. Twenty seven minutes is really going to catch your attention. <laughs> yeah. Well, at the time, I think with YouTube's ad revenue, mm-hmm. it would be more beneficial to have more videos. But nowadays, it's all about how long people watch right. videos. Right. So it really doesn't matter how many videos you have if you have just like one hour long video, it's just as good as having like a hundred other videos. Yeah. And uh, oh, another, by the way, can I say kudos? I I listened to your song Mumble. And (laughs) that is one of the most frustrating yet hilarious songs (laughs) I have ever heard. Because I'm very glad you like it. Because first off, I got to say, I appreciate anything that annoys people to that level the length you go with that song i was sitting here we were listening to, last week after the show we were listening to it i'm like wow i really like this how many like it didn't just come to you right you actually had to think and plan about different sounds of mumbles that one person could make because correct that, that was wonderful i mean that song was complete improv I, I had written out some Marxist propaganda to throw in there, but <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I love that. But I, I mean, for the most part, I just had the guy I produce with hit record, and I just kind of made up a melody as I went. I mean, it's it, the, the shit like that on the album is as easy, if not easier, than it sounds to make. Right. Um, and then I guess towards the end, I, I tried to push the propaganda a little more. But and then I think afterwards, we just kind of like moved some things around and maybe cut a few mumbles. But 
for the most part, that was all just one take. It, it, it was, I mean, hilarious. I, I enjoyed it. You want to turn it up just for a yeah, little bit? Sure, can sure. we play a little bit of one of the songs? Just so that people can understand how frustrating it is to hear you. How hilarious would it be <laughs> if I get a copyright violation with the guy on on the show? That would be great. Do you That's take? Like you'll be hearing from my team of lawyers. <laughs> team. <laughs> It's so frustrating. See, at this, at this point, you're thinking, why don't I hear him say, oh, oh, I see what he's doing there. That's oh, fucking funny, man. Oh. So where are you from originally? Uh, So I was born in Orlando, Florida, whoa, but whoa. I lived there for... <laughs> oh, what? Down. Are, you, are you guys in Orlando? Well, yeah. We're, 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 oh, we're Orlando. dude, awesome. Yep. I asked that on purpose. I knew the answer. <laughs> Just kidding. I have Orlando salt water in my veins. So, but, um, so why'd you leave then? It's a happy so, place Well, I was five, so I didn't really have a choice. Oh. <laughs> my, my, dad, my dad was a firefighter for the, uh, the Orlando Fire Department. Uh-huh. Um, and I guess he would have just done that for the rest of his life. But he hurt his back and... Kind of had to fall back on his paramedic experience, mm-hmm. and so we moved up to Chattanooga, Tennessee, and he got like his master's in nursing anesthesia, and he's been doing that ever since. But so born in Orlando, but raised mostly in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Now, when you said you were from Tennessee, Sherry was saying I was emailing him, and I really wanted him. I really <laughs> wanted. Well, Sherry, go ahead. What did you wanted to say? So every time I emailed you, I was like, I really like. For some reason, the corniest and worst jokes kept coming to my head. And I want to be like, oh, of course you left Orlando, but now you're the only Tennessee. Like, you never get that. Uh, But I was like, uh, nope. I was like, nope. I was like, Mitch, I really don't want him to think we're a bunch of hacks, even though we are. So I won't. I won't do it. It's it's better to be a hack than to have never hacked at all. There you go. (laughs) That's a wise word. You know what? I believe that was Winston Churchill. I'm almost positive. I have to look it up. But I think it was actually Gandhi. It, you're right. It was. It was. I always confuse them. So growing up in high school, what was your favorite band? Oh, God. I hate this question so much. This is the worst okay. question. No, but it's, okay. But I'll narrow it's it down. Difficult. Senior year, what were you listening to the Vitamin most? Vitamin C graduation song. Uh, senior year. Senior year, man. I don't know. So I was in high school. Was probably high school is probably the, the the pinnacle of my um, music diversity. Nowadays, I'm I'm really shitty about keeping up with new music. Oh, so I, I might are. find like a new album or something once a month. But I mean, back then in high school, I was probably had a new favorite band every couple weeks. But I think consistently through my teenage years. I really liked Under Oath, but I think most kids my age did. Um, I don't know. Well, the there reason, are so many. The reason why I ask is you make fun of a lot of punk music. So yeah, it, I'm wondering, it, are you usually centered about in on it? like punk and metal music? Okay, so you were a fan. You weren't just making fun of it because you didn't like it. Oh yeah, huge fan. I I don't I wouldn't know how to make some make fun of something I wasn't really into or understood to its fullest extent. 
Oh, so that it means, would seem kind of weird. So that means you're a fan of safe spaces and your triggered song. That makes sense, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> em- emphasis. Like, I have a lot of songs about Trump and. Stuff. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Yeah, I'm just really big into that now. You know, super yeah, big into re- Trump. Been really into the Trump shit. You know, yeah, but also safe spaces. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, safe. Oh spaces. god. That By one. the way, I, I it's thought... it's really. Go I'm ahead. sorry. No, go no, ahead. go for it. I was gonna actually say yeah, the safe space song. I was gonna say Mo, if you want to tell us more about that. Yeah, it, uh, it's weird. So I, I'm a pretty, uh, I'm I, I'm pretty centrist, pretty moderate politically. Um. I don't I don't like associate with any like political party. I just think you should just not be shitty and do the right thing. Uh-huh. But um, so very often in my songs, if or my videos that t- have some element of political satire, people I think just assume I'm like the extreme of whatever I'm making fun of because mm-hmm. I like to make fun of everybody. I have that song trigger warning and i gained like a small like alt and i was even interviewed on this one radio show um and i didn't realize till i was calling in on the phone uh when they were having me on that it was like a fox news affiliated like close to alt-right segment and they were like when <laughs> they were like so jared alonji here uh he makes fun of those like millennial cucks or whatever <laughs> and I, i'm just like oh it's this kind of Ooh, thing. you're coming but, in hot uh, yeah but i mean i also have i have songs that make fun of the left right. and the right um which i so think is it, fair which is why i like your stuff because we always say the same thing too like the, the problem is is that no matter what you do and, and i'm sure it's happened to you but you know you say one thing and thing in the span of a day i've been called anywhere from a nazi to a libtard Within the span of a day, depending on what it's, my yeah, I know. Depending on what your opinion is and what you're talking about, and it's kind of getting at least I think it's getting worse. You know, the, the, the whole like set, the whole like divide, like either you're with us or you're against us. You know, and it's like oh exactly. god, you know, shut up. I just want to yeah, watch I mean, Game I've, of Thrones. I've been accused of anti-Semitism, <laughs> uh, libtard, cuckoldry. Oh yeah, everything, everything you could. Think of. Yeah, and by the way, look, I will admit the word "cuck" is pretty funny, but God damn it, is it overused? Jesus. It is. <laughs> it's in my new album like seven yeah. times. Have you gotten pushback or hate from any of your songs so far? Oh yeah, I mean all of them, but I mean it—it's just a, a very loud vocal minority mm-hmm. for the most part. It pretty much, I'd say, like ninety-five percent of my listeners get it. And because they get it, they don't feel the need to, like, leave comments about it. So mm-hmm. whenever whenever I see something profoundly stupid online, I just take it as a grain of salt and just uh, I mean, I could be completely wrong. They <laughs> maybe right. none of my listeners understand anything. But well, you know, I, I think especially when it comes to YouTube and stuff like that is song, songs, that, you know, you, you will have a, a core group of listeners, but. If you're doing stuff against against like Safe Space, you are going to get like an alt right thing. But if you're going the other way, you're going to get a lot of you know SJWs going the other way. So I mean, it really that's the way it is, man. It's it's still kind of the wild west, you know. It really is. I mean, you you think that they would balance each other out, but it just kind of makes this weird like dichotomy of extremes, and it's just the the 
like the super alt-right people, mm-hmm. they like won't see that song trigger warning. They'll just see the stuff making fun of Trump. And then the people on the other side will like see trigger warning, get super offended, but they don't see all the other stuff I put out. It is. It, it, it's funny in it. And, and, and I think it's getting it's getting a little bit harder to do comedy because both sides, I believe. But, you know, context is starting not to matter. Like, you know, people become famous. Now, and I'm sure you see it all the time. You know, they'll, they'll dig back through their Twitter and find something from 2010. And you're like, well, you know, I was a different person seven years ago. And, I, and it's like, has anyone done that? Has to anyone you? done that to you? Has, has anyone since tried- you said that your channel's been out there since high school? Yeah. So I took precaution. <laughs> I took precaution. I mean, like I've had Twitter since I was a teenager and mm. I said really stupid shit a lot. Um, I think earlier on, once I started get a, getting a following, I noticed I was getting some like favorites from like really, really old tweets. And I was like, oh, why didn't I used to tweet? So I, I like <laughs> went back through and systematically deleted my entire past. Yep. So that <laughs> shit won't happen. But I, who knows? There might be something I say this year that I'll probably disagree with in a few years and will bite me in the ass. But that's a, that's a weird problem that's very new in society. And I think we're not going to fully understand it until like 10 years from now. Or, yeah. or we're going to have so many piles of tweets of shit that no one's going to want to look backwards anyways. Yeah, I, w- I said that I yeah. think we're going to we're going to have within 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 the first within the next eh, 10 years, 10 to 20 years, we're going to have the first president that has a sex tape because everyone's genitals are going to be out there no matter how much hard you try. It's going to happen and you're going to have to yeah. just deal with it. You know, I think privacy it's like is coming in social media is just gone so ubiquitous that nothing's embarrassing anymore. Yeah, it, it, it is. You know, that's a very good point. Like you just got to own it. Yeah. At this point, nothing is embarrassing. I mean, you know, let's be honest. It, it does kind of feel like at this point it's it's kind of we're, we're ending the video game and it's starting to glitch. And it's just like it's run out of NPCs. So we're just like throwing celebrities into the White House and stuff. Now, exactly. look, I understand. I know I'm a little greedy because we're not going to have kids. But, you know, whatever. I don't care. Now, that being said, uh, your 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 next your next uh, your next album here. My, and I want to make sure it's correct. Awkward and depressed. Correct. That is correct. Now, do you at. Do you actually deal with depression or is that just a witty name? That's just a witty name. I'm completely uh, undermining people that are actually depressed (laughs) and deal with that problem. I do not understand it whatsoever. I'm triggered triggered right now. You know what? I'm going to call Salon. We're writing an article on you. (laughs) Excellent work, sir. I, I understand awkwardness, though. <laughs> and I, I feel sad sometimes. But. Is it another um, CD of mostly punk music, or is it going in a new genre? So it's it's a parody of emo music, but nice. Not not just like recent emo music you know about, like all the hot topic warp tour stuff, but like back to the eighties with like Rites of Spring and going through like Weezer and American Football and all those like Midwestern. Washington DC grungy bands um so uh yeah but so I mean the the kind of the whole thing with emo music is that you have the the uh, I guess average Joe relatable vocalist that's confessing his problems and there's always just a a uh, I guess an air of 
depression now as opposed to pop music when you have this really really happy upbeat stuff i appreciate you making fun of hot topic and relating it to emo kids it's (laughs) i mean i guess it's a well-known fact but maybe it isn't i know we've joked about it i mean there's a direct correlation between the two oh i used to be one of those kids still are used to come on yeah i guess the funny joke with not even really a joke within the uh I guess the hardcore emo fans, that realm is that all like hot topic music like My Chemical Romance and Fall Out Boy, like to them, that is not actual emo. And they get really pissed when you call that emo. Uh, Back in high school, I never considered it emo. And let me tell you how my first car was named after the bass player of My Chemical Romance. And I had a My Chem sticker on the back of my window. Oh, I'm so oh, yeah. I was cool. So embarrassed. I think when I think when emo was like breaking mainstream, I think people just saw like the goth kid as like an emo kid. And that's kind of how it gets the reputation. But I mean, I have songs on the album that are references to the old stuff. I mean, there's even like a sunny day real estate cover in there. But I do like to kind of poke at that people. And I have one song that's like a medley of just like early 2000s, like post hardcore songs. Was that when the Ohio was for emo kids? That is the one, yes. Yeah, that's that's probably mine and Sherry's uh, that song. And then on the on your um, Sunrise Skater Kids album, the um, all the old things. Oh, that was great! I really those are that. our favorite songs to listen yeah. to oh, because thank you very much. like this past weekend we were sitting outside and drinking and just playing a game of seeing how many songs we could name. We watched doing. all the old things video and then I was like, I have a game. Let's listen to it again. And I was like, let's <laughs> guess all the bands and the songs. And then we found the version that was like of the actual like bands in the uh-huh. order with the mm-hmm. lyrics. She did much better than I did. <laughs> you were more, yeah. you were actually more like punk. I listened to more of the pop punk. Yeah. Yeah. The pop punk one was probably pretty easy. There's I don't know if you guys have heard it, but those are actually the second and third ones. The original one is like all metalcore songs. No, I I don't know if you guys were into that. stuff. I was never into metalcore. Uh, Dutch, who's not on the show tonight, would love that song, that song, because I know his like favorite band is August Burns Red. Yeah, I'm I'm good pals with ABR. I just finished editing a bunch of videos for them. I'm we just watched so, the Family Feud one today. Can I tell you how happy I am that you're good pals with them and Dutch isn't here? Because <laughs> that, there's a, oh, oh, so happy. Oh, I'm so happy. Sorry. Anything <laughs> he's that He's going to find out tomorrow and he's going to be like, damn he's it. He's so pissed and I'm so happy because, you know, as my, as my friend and my co-host, anything that brings him pain lifts me up inside <laughs> and makes me feel happy and brings me joy so thank you for telling me that oh i'm so excited he's missing that to send off his brother who's moving to florida yeah. and they're having but a he, farewell party he has like 20 siblings so he'll be fine yeah yeah too many um you've mentioned in a couple of your songs warped tour a few times so i wanted to ask how many festivals you've been to and is it usually warped tour oh man uh okay so i've been to warp tour like Probably over a hundred times because I was Holy on it cow. for two years. You're 24 but, uh, years old. <laughs> huh? You're 24 years old. Well, I mean, there's like 40 warp yeah. tours in one summer. So when you're on yeah, it, but on I it. guess if we're if we're counting it by year, so I, I was on warp tour for the past two years, not this summer though. Got it. Um, but before that, how old am I? Uh, probably. 
maybe five or six warp tours before that, just like when I was in high school and stuff. Um, and I, I th- I'm pretty sure I've been to some other music festivals. I've never been to Bonnaroo, despite living like right next to we it. We have. Three twice, th- three, two or twice, three, two or three times. We went to Okeechobee. When did you, when'd you guys go? We went not this year, but the year before that, and the year before that. This past year, we went to Okeechobee Fest instead because we were actually going to Mitch and Sherry's wedding this summer and had to miss Bonnaroo. Yeah, sorry, we ruined sorry their we good ruined time for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was, I have it was a uh, one of my best friends that lives pretty close to me goes to Bonnaroo every year, and he he said this year was pretty dope. You're right next to it, though, right? Like, you're, I mean, the same yeah, state. Yeah, it's like yeah. 30 minutes away. Yeah. It's in a, what town is it? Manchester. Manchester, Manchester that's right. Yeah, what's yeah. stopping you, dude? I mean, he's a busy boy. I, Look at his YouTube. <laughs> he's got to make videos. The years, the years I probably wanted to go to Bonnaroo, I probably wasn't able to because I had something with college. And I also don't like being outside in the south for long <laughs> periods of time in the summer. Yeah, it's it's rough. not a pleasant. Well, you, you guys live in Orlando. You understand. Yeah, we well, we, we go we go with our friends who have a camper, so we have air conditioning and stuff. So it's yeah. not that bad. And you at least you at least have like the ocean breeze and whatnot. And yeah. like southern Tennessee and Georgia, you got like just this dank, stagnant atmosphere that's just all encompassing and ruining of it, it, all it, enjoyment. It yeah. is. You do get what we like to call roof feet, where it's just dust it's, that covers your feet. It's a dust bowl, man. It's it is unbearable heat there. Yeah, it really is. Because you're right. Like there's there's no redeeming ocean quality. It's just no. like here's some heat. You better hope there's a tree. You're fucked. I have a friend that grew up. Uh, he he's uh, Navajo, mm-hmm. and he grew up in Mexico. I believe that's where the Navajo reservation is. Mm-hmm. But it's usually always over 100 degrees over there, but it's dry as a bone. But he says when he comes over here and it's like 80 degrees, he can't handle it whatsoever just because the air is so moist. <laughs> yeah, well, it's fucking Florida. Well, I'd say the yeah. other way around. I go to the desert and get nosebleeds. Yeah. What the fuck is so that? There's no humidity at all. It's yeah. we, we've evolved too far. We shouldn't be alive. <laughs> Listen, our again. medical technology has made us weak. It has. I'm telling you, we have a our gene pool is effed up beyond all reason. Yeah, I'm telling you. Look, you're very, very good point. We are we are leading towards the. Everyone thinks we're going on this like super space future. No, no, no. We're doing the Wally thing, dude. That's what's happening. We're gonna be sitting in our chairs, rolling around, and having <laughs> feeding us with tubes. I'm telling you, we're getting there. Seriously. I, I t- always tell my girlfriend, like, I'm down for being healthy, and I think it's it's like one of the most important things for a human to be physically fit, mm-hmm. but I also kind of look forward to the day when I can just strap into my neural chair yep. and just enter this fake reality in my brain, and I'm getting, like, jacked off by a machine at the same time. I'm telling <laughs> you, I want to black mirror that shit. Like, dude, I want to just fucking go in there Hang out. What's it matter? Listen, honestly, what, if the VR is good enough, what does it matter what you look like in real life? I would happily leave <laughs> my friends and family behind to <laughs> create my own reality. I would do that right now. If they give it to I would leave the show in the middle of it right now. They go, Royce, you could do it. I go, sorry, guys. The time's come. I have to leave. I have to go rule my overlords and make dragons in this land that I live in. And I don't have to deal with this bullshit anymore. 
Oh, speaking of dragons, do you guys watch Game of Thrones? Oh, yes, we do. How about that episode? Sir, sir, I'll have you know, we have a Game of Thrones review show that we do Wednesday nights, so we're not going to spoil it because we have to do that tomorrow. It is yeah, don't spoil it. Game I'm of sure Thrones. a lot of people are listening but that haven't seen it. It was amazeballs. It was the best TV of all time. It was, I was saying, I was. we watched the episode, and my favorite episode up until this latest episode uh, was the um, the White Walker episode with Jon Snow. Yes, that, that was a good one. That was my, but this one was, holy shit, they saved up all their CGI this season because the dragon looked great. <laughs> I know. And I, I was telling my sister, yeah. like, halfway through that whole sequence, I was just like, this is better than most movies I've yes! seen. Yes! I was, I was sitting there, mouth agape, going, this is amazing. Like, it, it was, it was such a great payoff and 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 i think they i think they actually set a record for the most people set on fire oh yeah it was did you see that did you see like that uh behind the scenes video of like 20 of them catching fire at once yep that was awesome dude that that show is is just unbelievably good marie was asking me is it might be one of the best shows ever right I mean, I think I think it is by seasons. If you count all the way up till this season, yes, it is. If you're only counting up to season three, maybe there's still some contenders at that point. But at this point, no. Yeah, but season one, it was like this is a good show. I'm hooked. All the following seasons, uh, that's pretty good. But the season that ended last year, after that final episode, I was just like. This is one of the best shows to ever, ever be on television. It, it, it's 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 amazing. I, I re- we just rewatched the last episode again because it was so good, and you're just sitting there cheering, and you realize, oh my god, I'm a grown ass man, and, and cheering for spoilers. Dra- cheering spoilers. I'm not going to spoil anything. Cheering cheering for for dragons and orcs and stuff in this fantasy land, and I don't care. There's and no orcs. I don't care. It's racist. Ice. What's no? Why is orcs racist? It's racist. Oh, here we go. I just triggered you. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what people you were thinking you were orcs. You can't win. But it doesn't you matter can't which win. people you. You can't win. <laughs> it's it's good to have the naive mentality of a child sometimes. You're right. I agree. It's, it's the ultimate incubator for creativity. A a one hundred percent. Agree. Sundays is my favorite day. Between Game of Thrones and Rick and Morty, I'm set pretty much for the evening. Absolutely. So I just I just caught up on Rick and Morty just in time for the new season. So I'm officially I'm officially a Rick and Mortier. Good for you. And, and, you know, and, and I resisted for a while too because I'm one of those like, yeah, man, you know, fuck culture. Like I'm gonna do what I want, and everyone's doing it. But then after I watched, I'm like, I was such an asshole. This is really funny. What was I what was I fighting this for? Yeah, I was pretty I was pretty sold on it when I heard about it and just saw one episode. But I've been there's so many shows that I know are going to be amazing. Yep. But I I get like really dedicated to things I like. So I try to just not get dedicated to them for as long as I can. But well, well, yeah, because before you know it, you watch TV all day. First off. It's an upside and a downside to the renaissance of television now because there's a lot of amazing TV, but the problem is there's so much that there's no way to ever catch up. Like, it, it, it used to be when we were kids, kids, you know, during the summer, you could catch up with stuff and whatever was easy because, you know, the summer had the crappy TV, but now it, there's no off time, you know? Yeah. There's always something There's on. never reruns. It's just, oh, Netflix came up with a whole new show 
<laughs> week over week, it's yeah. like, oh, now you have to watch Ozarks. Oh, there's a new season of Orange is New Black. Oh, don't worry. Blah. Yeah. <laughs> y- y- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so is Ozark good? Uh, we, yes, we, of course it's good. Of course it's good. It can't be bad because now we have to add more things, so we can't do anything in our lives anymore. <laughs> and it's really hard if if you're uh, a self-employed yes. comedy musician that works from home <laughs> and with <laughs> lots of distractions everywhere always. That's a good point because you're like, I'll just put this on in the background real quick, and you're like, and then you start looking, you start turning your head, and you start turning your head. <laughs> now, okay, you you just made me think of something. Are you considering yourself a comedian first or a musician first or a writer? Like, what are you what would you define yourself as first and foremost? I don't really know. I mean, I didn't really get into the music thing until like three years ago. Well, I've been doing music all my life, but I didn't really start making a living off of it until recent years. But I I started with just sketch videos and I, I have the following I do now for comedic reasons and my music is still comedy music. So mm-hmm. probably a comedian first. Um, but money, or money, I don't know. Music is what makes the money for you. Not really. Oh, okay. It's kind of a fair balance uh, to be honest, but I mean like I like comedy equally if not the same I just said the same thing twice. I like (laughs) comedy and music the same. And like they're two, they're apples and oranges, really. Right. They're both integral parts of my life and the things I make online. Well, man, they're great. Like I said, you know, I I was, I was really laughing, really laughing hard at mumble and knowing that just improv that makes it even better for me. Thank you for that. Uh, But man, man, we really appreciate you have, have, uh, having you on and, and the, the, the latest uh, album, are they still called albums? Is awkward uh, and I, depressed, right? Do what? The, the latest album is called Awkward and Depressed, correct? Yes, awkward and depressed under my fictitious uh, emo moniker, Canadian Softball. I love it. That's an amazing emo band name, by the way. I, I really do love it. Oh, uh, hey, man, thank you for calling in. We really, really appreciate it, dude. You, you, you were great. Oh well, I didn't say the N word, so. But you know what? <laughs> You know that makes. Is that what you were? By the way, you know what that makes you better already than ninety percent of our other guests. You're fucking doing good, dude. Doing good. (laughs) Be hilarious. Don't ruin it now, though. Don't do it now, though. Now, now. I got a few more seconds. Don't do it. Don't do it now, though. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for having me. Oh man, no, you're welcome anytime. And if you ever are in O Town, you should be in studio. Anything else you want to plug before we send out? Oh. uh... Uh, just uh, follow follow me on Twitter. I p- I post good memes. All right then, you have a Twitter handle that follows that Twitter. Just my name, Jared Alonji, All but right. it, it's spelled weird. So just <laughs> Google it. Search, yeah. Voice search it. It'll spell it for you. All right. Thank you so much, Jared, for joining us tonight. Thanks, dude. Thanks for having me. See you guys. All right, and he's off, and shall we go yeah, to let's get a break? break? We'll, be, we'll be right back, guys. All right. MoreLikeRadio.com, because mean people need to laugh, too. Mackenzie, you got consent forms? Oh, yeah, right here, bro. Rise and shine, guys. If you scored last night, I need your consent forms. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Whoa, Barker, did you perform Cunnilingus? There's a different release form, bro. Yeah, uh, so- sorry, it's right here. Nice. Bro! 
Oh, dude, bro! What, bro? Dude, I scored with this female, and after consenting to putting her mouth on my penis, she wanted me to walk her home. Yeah? And when I got to her house, she had me meet her father, who was Filipino. So I asked him if he could tell me about the cultural and social dynamic of being a Filipino-American. Naturally. So he says some stuff, and then the newspaper lands on his doorstep, because I guess her dad subscribes to the school newspaper. And he picked it up, and I saw the headline said this. What the fuck is this, bro? Bro, that little kid wrote that our color views and fight for social justice is just a way for us to cross foot. That's not true. Oh, I know, bro. We're being totally victimized. That little fucker, dude. I need a shot. I need a shot of permission. Second hour. Legend and Royce, thanks for joining us. Uh, Jared was great, man. Fantastic. Oh, yeah. yeah, he was wonderful. Uh, he's so young, though. Yeah, he's, he's done so much. Jesus Christ, he's twenty-four. Way better than any of us will ever be. Yeah, probably. Yeah, like, what have we done? Not, nothing. Not nothing. Not that. Uh, no, but, no, no, that's not true. John wasn't crossbones. That's right. That's right. <laughs> that's right. John wasn't crossbones. Good job, John. Yay. Now, hey, man, I know you don't watch movies, but you should watch Crossbones. You oh, should. Yeah, I should. I'll make sure you get a copy. I have a DVD copy that I will happily burn and send you to you. Did you get it seven years ago? Uh, no, actually, John did probably give it to me more than seven years ago, for sure. <laughs> for sure, gave it I to did. Me I think I gave it to you in 2005, 2006. Yeah, give or take. Yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> so, what the fuck's going on with Google? Can someone explain to me? Can, 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 does, does, does someone know? Someone know here? Hashtag Google Manifesto. Hammy. All right. So, to, not to overcomplicate the story, basically, a software engineer at Google wrote a company-wide memo uh, basically explaining how Google's uh, diversity uh, programs were not working. Okay. They don't work properly. And how uh, women are different than men, both biologically and mentally. Mm-hmm. And referenced published science articles that, uh, that actually uh, confirm these theories. And basically, it, to summarize, he, he went against the politically co- uh, correct culture, but he didn't call... Google a bunch of social justice warrior cucks. He didn't. Right. He didn't do anything immature. He actually th- uh, typed out a well thought out, well executed conservative Republican type of argument uh, to go against Google's obviously left liberal based uh, views. And what happened was Google took that as him going against company policy or whatever, violating the uh, the code of conduct. And we all know what that means in terms of corporate America. And sure enough, in three days, he was fired. Here's what he said. Google's political bias has equaled the freedom from offense with psychological safety, but shaming into silence is the antithesis of psychological safety. The silence has created an ideological echo chamber where some ideas are too uh, too sacred sacred to be honestly discussed. The lack of discussion fosters the most extreme and authoritarian elements of this ideology. Extreme, all disparities in representation are due to oppression, Authoritarian, we should discriminate to correct the oppression. That's pretty funny. Differences in, distrib- in distribution of traits between men and women may in part explain why we don't have 50% representation of women in tech and leadership. Discrimination to reach equal representation is unfair, divisive, and bad for business. Okay, that was basically the, the summary of what he was saying. Now, so he wants, he wants more women in tech and in Google, and he's saying that we're going about getting that 
the wrong way. Well, he's saying that there might be a reason. Be, be, there might be a reason that women do not go towards tech-based jobs, and men do. I, go, what, I, I think what he's saying. What he's saying is he wants more qualified people. He doesn't want women for the sake of women. Right. I posted a video in the uh, chat room that basically explains uh, the whole thing. And he wrote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only a minute twenty-three. And this was what? What? This was you. like an email written to other Google employees, or a blog yes. post, or what? Other, it was a company-wide uh, memo. And what happened was his name was leaked online, and he is now being threatened and uh, harassed by Google. Has fired the employee behind an internal company okay, memo. Okay, this led guy. Huge oh my gaps God. in representation between men and women in the tech industry are due to biological differences. The Google engine. <laughs> the employee behind an internal company memo that alleges huge gaps in representation between men and women in the tech industry are due to biological differences. The Google engineer James Damore confirming his dismissal to Reuters and that he's exploring. Well, his full name is Mise Day, Mise Day, Mise Damore legal measures in response. His 10-page document, titled Google's Ideological Echo Chamber, circulated last week. It claims women prefer jobs in social or artistic areas, while more men may like coding. And that the what's wrong with but what's wrong with saying that? Like, so what? Oh, apparently it shouldn't Why have would left he put that in a company-wide email? Why yeah. would he just, like... Posted about it. Why is he talking about it to Google? Why did he because, think it wasn't going to leak? And because this is what they don't tell you. Google has this policy where they, they, they since they're so open and liberal, uh, and Hammy, you've heard of it, all ideas welcomed, right? Where they said even right. the lowest employee, even the janitor, this is Google's ideology. It's always been and they've been praised for it. Even the janitor should feel safe. To pitch new ideas to Google via email. That's where the, he put he did now, this in their, in their the Google chat Doc. The, I posted in the chat room the entire memo of via Gizmodo. They Rocker uh, light. They uh, well, it's it, regardless of what you may think of the outlet, the, the entire ten-page memo is in this uh, article there. Yeah. So if you wanted to skim through it and uh, read it, basically he says that we need to all like treat each other as individuals. That's a that's a big quote from this uh, memo. And while he expressed that he disagrees with the uh, far left's uh, diversity uh, tactics, he he suggested ideas how Google can improve their diversity. And um, he was it was a very well mature, thought out uh, article. Okay, let, let me read it. Let me read a little one here, a, a little piece here. It says Google bias. At Google, we talk so much about unconscious bias as it applies to race and gender, but we rarely discuss our moral bias. Political orientation is actually a result of deep moral preference and thus biased. Considering that the overwhelming majority of social science media and Google lean left, we should critically examine these prejudices. Left bias, compassion for the weak, disparities are due to injustices, humans are inherently cooperative, change is good, open, idealist, right bias, respect for strong authority, disparities are natural and, and just past, humans are inherently competitive, Change is dangerous, closed, pragmatic. Neither side is 100% correct, and both viewpoints are necessary for a functioning society. Wow, he sounds really reasonable for somebody who got fired. That's a very reasonable statement to make, right? He's and, saying, uh, and the reason why Google is being uh, targeted right now by virtually everyone is um, they are a company where we, we all see it, how they literally brag about how diverse they are and how... Uh, open they are to uh, other points of view and 
Uh, they own YouTube, by the way, folks, in case you didn't know. Yes. And they are currently censoring a lot of right-leaning yep. uh, outlets. They are censoring a lot of LGBT outlets uh, because their content is, quote, non-advertiser friendly. And they are literally blocking people from accessing their Gmail account because they deem their content offensive. This is a company who controls the entire Internet, basically. Basically, yeah. And, and they, they welcome diverse opinions. Unless you post it in a company memo, in which case then you're fired because it's offensive. And by the way, the icing on the cake here is not only did they fire him proving his uh, uh, memo correct, where where he says that Google doesn't tolerate different opinions. You Did you see the little side article that came out from this, how a lot of uh, female employees at Google skipped work one day because they were so triggered and offended by the memo? And Ew. I'm wrong, but yeah. is Google not like the most competitive place in the world to get a job at? Yes. These all these people should be fired. Well, every single one of them that's by the way, work. by the way, let's read the hateful bigot thing that he said about the wage gap. You guys ready? I just skimmed through it. Let's see how hateful he is. Non-discriminatory ways to reduce the gender gap. Below, I'll go over some di uh, differences in distribution of traits between men and women I outlined in the previous section and suggest ways to address them to increase women's representation in the tech without. Resorting to discrimination. Google is already making strides in many of these areas, but I think it's it's uh, instructive to list them. Uh, women on average show a higher interest in people and men in things. Okay, that's fair. Would you? Would the women agree on that? I'm sure he's referencing Let statistics. We can make software so. engineering more people-oriented with pair programming and more c collaboration. Unfortunately, there may be limits to how people orient certain roles, and Google can be and we shouldn't deceive ourselves or students into thinking otherwise women on average are more cooperative i agree with that allow those exhibiting cooperative behavior to thrive recent updates basically uh, women are on average look for more work life balance while men have a higher drive for status on average uh the male gender role is currently inflexible feminism is made great progress in freeing women from female gender roles but men are still very much tied to the male gender role if we as a society allow men to be more feminine, then the gender gap will shrink, although probably because men will leave tech and leadership for traditional feminine roles. By the way, that that was his whole thing on the gender gap. What about any of that was bigot? That was an opinion. <coughs> what about that was... It also he says several times, quote, uh, and this is directly from it, we need to stop assuming that gender gaps imply sexism. He He's... He's agreeing that there is yes. a gender gap. He's agreeing that there are sexist issues. He's just disagreeing of how to solve the issue, and he was still fired for this. Sounds like a bigot to me. To me, it just seems like that if you even touch something related to feminism or any of these new liberal themes with a 10-foot pole, like you've already damned yourself and no one wants to be anywhere near the fire you here's, know here's another here's another so they'd rather sorry. they'd rather just get rid of this guy who made excellent points and a lot of people are defending because some people got mad i would love to get him on the show uh it says stop alienating conservatives viewpoint diversity is arguably the most important type of diversity and political orientation is one of the most fundamental and significant ways in which people view things differently in high progressive uh, environments, conservatives are a minority that feel like they need to stay in the closet, that's true, to avoid open hostility. We should empower those with different ideologies to be able to express themselves. 
alienating conservatives is both not inclusive and generally bad because conservatives tend to be higher in uh, conch in consensus, which is required for much of the drudgery and maintenance and work characteristics of a mature company. Very reasonable so far. Look, if you use Twitter to look up the hashtag uh, Google Manifesto, mm-hmm. you'll see a lot of the comments that people are talking about with this topic are, this guy sounded fairly reasonable. Why was he fired? That's, I mean, some people are like good and some people are like bad. But for the most part, people are like, dude, really? You fired him because he wanted to talk openly and honestly about through Google policy, which allows to talk about things openly and honestly. So again, I kind of just go back to this might have been a knee-jerk reaction where they were afraid that SJWs were going to come knocking down their door and they just didn't want to handle it. But That's I co- exactly it. That's exactly it because uh, we all know the story of, of the adpocalypse, right? We all know how that story uh, came about. Where, tell me because I'm not sure. Okay, so the Adpocalypse was the, the story about PewDiePie and how uh, he allegedly made uh, anti-Semitic comments yeah. where oh. reality was just playing a video game that, and he made a Nazi joke. Yeah. Right. So at the Wall Street Journal looked at his video and kept refreshing his video until he saw a Coca-Cola ad in his video, screen capped it, and it went viral saying, oh, Coca-Cola is supporting anti-Semitism. That was the, that's what triggered the Adpocalypse, as YouTubers call it, and... You can, if you want, take it. Take uh, even five minutes of your time. Just look up Adpocalypse or YouTube demonetization, and that's what triggered the whole um, demonetization of a lot of content creators that are being fucked over now because Google uh, saw a Google's like a deer in headlights. They saw a panic from uh, corporations b- uh, backing their advertisers out of it, and. Google is now backtracking to the point where they are fucking over their creators because they're afraid of losing any more money. So that that's that's a brief uh, explanation of what the adpocalypse was. I'm sure that being a search engine where you just have an algorithm running where it's just pulling shit up from the internet and trying to sort through it all, that it would be very difficult to not get caught with Sometimes there's a Coca-Cola ad running on top of something that Coca-Cola wouldn't want to have an ad with. I mean, most of how Google makes their money is optimizing for content and keywords and placing things at the right moment and the right time to get a sale. And they just, when you're that big, when you're consuming that much, when you're organizing that much information, you're bound to step on some toes. And I think, like, I think it's more our fault that we overreact to things too much. Hey, hey, Hammy, you know, isn't it funny when you mentioned Apocalypse that people used to go, were going to that site, conservatives using that site, Patreon. And did you ever think that when you interviewed Jack Conti, the guy who was making those funny robot songs, that he would turn out to be the guy who, the CEO of Patreon, one of the biggest companies on the planet? Look, I follow a lot of people on Twitter that I politically disagree with and the people on the right are eviscerating Jack Conti and Patreon right now because I know. he canceled Lauren Southern's yep. Patreon account. And what she did was she she rented a boat with a friend of hers to go to the uh, to 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 try to like delay the migrants from Africa coming into Italy or whatever. And what the left did with this was 
translate that to she is causing the death of migrants and children where that is completely false and uh, not what happened at all. Mm-hmm. But Jack Conti canceled her her Patreon yeah. account because she is a conservative activist. Meanwhile, there are pornography creators on Patreon that are still uh, creating pornography. And Patreon says, that, oh, they don't subscribe to adult content. Meanwhile, they're profiting off of pornography. So it's a very selective group of... Uh, 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 it's a very selective ban that Patreon okay. and YouTube you, you are doing. Do you have to think of something? Jack Conti, remember something, though. This is just a dude who used to make songs with robot noises in them, and he got slung into this fucking CEO of this humongous fucking thing, you know? I'm not saying he's right. No, I don't think he should have fucking killed their account. I think that's bullshit. And every excuse that he comes up with it is fucking horseshit. It doesn't matter. If people want to pay for it, it's fine. She didn't physically hurt anybody. Stop being a bunch of bitches, you know? Because if you do that, there's just going to be another company that's going to come up that's going to be like Patreon, and you guys are going to die. Because the problem is, is that... We learn when YouTube demonetized everybody, which is what's happening. It's happening to everybody, uh, especially if they're right-leaning. As soon as, as soon as YouTube demonetized them, people started moving to Patreon because, okay, we'll make our money this way. The moment you fuck with Patreon, then guess what? There's going to be another site. You cannot stop it. The problem is, is you know, Hammy, I agree with you. Google's big. Google is the Internet. But well, you know what we're learning is they, they're, they're not, they don't have free reign. People fight it. People will consistently fight it. Absolutely. And honestly, it's not the blame. The blame is not 100 percent solely on YouTube. It's the algorithm by which YouTube searches through videos uh, to which they demonetize the content based off of. That's to blame. You don't have a person going through every single video that's uploaded and determining whether it's uh, advertiser friendly or not. What you do as an advertiser is you you have a little couple a couple of check marks. And sensitive subject uh, exclusions, uh, tragedy and conflict, sensitive social issues, uh, violence and, and uh, profanity. And if you click that, any any video that Google determines that files under those uh, qualifications is not is not monetized for ads. So basically, me uploading Calf Crusher Radio to YouTube, for instance, pro wrestling is considered non-advertiser friendly. It's it's too violent to be advertising to be advertiser-friendly for YouTube. So I can't make a fucking dime off of YouTube. And there's an independent wrestling promotion called What Culture Pro Wrestling. They uploaded a video that had over almost 2 million views, and they only made $46 off of it. So just to give you an idea of just how much content creators are getting fucked over because of the... It, the issue is a broad stroke with YouTube. Dude, dude, and, and it's... it's And you're right... And 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 the the problem is is this. Um, well, you saw what happened to Jordan Peterson. Um, yeah. For those who don't know, I would definitely tell you to check him out. Jordan Peterson is a was a is a professor at the University of Toronto, and when they Toronto passed this thing where where they 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 said that uh, you have to call people by their gender pronouns. Jordan Peterson was the only professor who refused. He says, "No, I refuse to," and he gave. Very reasonable and scientific reasons why he doesn't feel like calling people by he you know I'm gonna call him by he she that's it, um, and it gets deeper than that. But anyway, he's become a really big speaker, and of course, anybody who speaks or is somewhat conservative is immediately labeled the alt right tag. But he's not an alt right guy. If you ever hear him talk, he's been on Rogan, he's been on a whole bunch of different shows. In the middle of one of his lectures, it was a, I think it was a religious lecture. Um, yeah, about the Bible. Yeah, he. 
they kicked him off of YouTube and he was immediately demonetized and took away his account, his Gmail account, his YouTube account. And then they gave it back to him eventually, but he's been sending emails. Have they ever they haven't answered him yet, right? No, they've yet to respond of why why is why his account was uh taken away and why he was unable to post videos. Now something else. Don't tell me that Twitter isn't bullshit because Jordan Peterson has 240,000 followers, and everybody knows who he is, but they won't verify him. But they'll verify anybody that shits on the right. And that's the problem is, is they – it's not sincere. It's this really weird way that they're, that they're, treating, they're treating accounts like, you know, you know, you saw what happened when we with Andy Richter and shit like that. Like, you know, if you yell at them, they'll send their goons at you, and it's like – enough you know people are sick it's of it fair and to be fair youtube is um youtube is banning more than just right-leaning content yes. creators i mean uh very shortly after uh, steven crowder has a very uh famous video right before the election of how his videos were being buried in search results and demonetized versus the young turks yes um after trump won the election uh, very shortly after that, the Young Turks were getting treated the same way because they had a couple of videos up afterward where uh, I who's who's the chick on Young Turks? I forget her name. Uh, some something Sarkeesian or, or whatever. The Armenian this, chick. Ah. The Armenian chick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she was basically saying how she doesn't respect any any woman who voted for Trump and basically called them not real women. So that video triggered a lot of backlash to YouTube saying, hey. Steven Crowder is a PG show. He doesn't curse and he doesn't go off the rail like Alex Jones. He presents conservative arguments, but he does it in a mature way. You're fucking him over, but you're not fucking over the Young Turks when they're going just as crazy as Alex Jones? The fuck, you, uh, YouTube? And Young Turks did uh, get uh, demonetized a few of their videos, but nowhere near as much as right-leaning. So to, to say that Google is only targeting right-leaning ones, it's inaccurate. No, there are a lot of no, people... No, they, they are, but, but it seems to affect... The right-leaning ones, and especially, you know, a lot of anything that's very anything that's critical of Islam specifically, they have been targeting those videos and demonetizing Not them. Just, it falls under religion because uh, yeah. uh, YouTube creator uh, H3H3 Productions, they had a video where they made fun of Christian Bible mothers or something like that. They, it was a skit. It was a comedy skit. And that was demonetized because it had the word Christian in their title. Well, YouTube classifies any religion, anything with religion in it as non-advertiser-friendly, whether it's against Muslims or Christians or Jews or and whatever. I know it's ironic because we're doing this show on YouTube now, but, 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 but you know, uh, my, my thing is, is that I'm, I've always been a firm believer of, you know, the market will, will adjust itself. If people don't like it, people will find something else. But I don't know, man. I think that it's changing to a way, at least with the Internet, with, like, with like do you really think there's going to be ever an alternative to YouTube that, that, that people are going to flock to? Or, you know, like for many years it was MySpace. My, but now Facebook has been around and I don't see it going anywhere. You know what I mean? Like it, it seems like certain companies have, have kind of either cemented themselves or bought themselves into like the spot where they're stuck. Like you, how long has YouTube been around? You know, when, 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 when did YouTube? Well over 10 years. Yeah. So, you know, where do all the conservative people that are complaining still have to be on YouTube? Because what's the other option? Is there another site that's going to get that traffic? It's there's not. YouTube well, was founded in two thousand five. Is Vimeo? Yeah, you're not going to get traffic on Vimeo. And you're going to get traffic on Vimeo because and, you know? I I know this because like you know the the Gray State video we did that got I think it's at like two million views or something like that on Vimeo. It has a couple hundred. Yeah, it does the same video. Yeah, so uh, there's not the, the not the user base or not the traffic there. 
Uh, you think we can use funnierdie.com again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, and then and I think that's that's the that's the tricky part in it. And it's not fair. And by the way, it's not even saying cuz it, it's it's becoming really 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 odd like the, the whole PC culture, and we've joked about it for a while and 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 people keep saying it's going to go away, but is it though? Is it? Because in the US, okay, you have Trump, but like man, Canada Look at Canada, dude. Canada, you could literally go get fined for telling jokes. Comedians get fined. It's against the law to make certain jokes. Look it up. It's fucking real. It's Canada. N- it's, not, not- it's to a point where people aren't talking to each other because we're not sure who's going to rat out on who. We, we talk about the UK, the police forces. Now, you, you've seen them all the time that say, you know, if you, if you do a hateful tweet, you get arrested. You could spend up to a year in jail. Well, that's for the greater good. Yeah, and, and that's my the greater good. Uh, it's 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 just it's silly, you know. It's we've weaponized words, while at the same time we have North Korea, who's literally weaponizing a fucking nuke. Like, are we being that stupid? Yes. What's scaring me even more is Trump is going around saying uh, they need to stop, or else fire and fury will be our retaliation. I'm like. Dude, that's what some kid on Call of Duty says when they're about to unleash a care package, Noob. like, or a tactical nuke. This Noob. is this is insane. I have nothing <sighs> to add to that. This is just insane. No, I know. What do you do? Nothing, right? I mean, what can you do? I think we're well, doing. But all do you we- let them keep making a nuke? Well, I, I don't think I, I can stop North Korea. No, I'm asking. Like, no, no, no. I I get it. But what do you do? You let them just keep making it? Yeah, seriously, what the hell? You let that child have a nuke? Well, I don't think it's going to be a very good one. It doesn't matter. It's a nuke. Well, I mean, if it's a nuke made out you of You know Play-Doh. who's fucked? South Korea's fucked. Yeah. Yeah, they are. Because, like, you know, I know that we have a problem, but South Korea is the one that has to fucking live with them. By the way, I want to switch to something fun, if we may. Sure. Have you guys seen Dunkirk yet? No. No, is it no, good? Not yet. Okay, okay. Mitch, I know you don't like seeing movies, and I, I don't remember the last movie you saw, but uh, you need Deadpool, to see this movie. This uh, okay. is Dunkirk. You need to go see it in IMAX, too, because 80% of it was shot entirely in IMAX, and it's not even a close second as to who the best director in the world is right now. Chris Nolan is the best director of our, uh, of our generation. This is... For, if, Mitch, as a as a filmmaker, as a editor, as a cinematographer, you will appreciate this movie more than just like the oh, it's a cool war movie. Not only is it the best war movie I've ever seen, this is one of the most beautifully shot and edited movies I've ever seen. And Hans Zimmer's score is is nothing short of breathtaking. This it, before then, my favorite war movie of all time was Saving Private Ryan. This almost wipes its ass with Saving Private Ryan because this movie makes you think that you're right there with the soldiers and it's not about the dialogue it's not about the Hollywood story this is about how fucking terrifying it was in Dunkirk uh, as the Germans were closing in on it it is it is so good of a movie I highly recommend it and it's far it's absolutely worth the 18 bucks to go see in an IMAX did you hear that people were upset that Dunkirk didn't have women in it or something like that because fuck historical accuracy. Right. I saw this one. Uh, it was a meme or a joke or whatever, but it's like 
stories about you know from the U.S. perspective in World War II, it's you know movies where, where the U.S. is storming the beaches, but from the British perspective, it's a beautiful movie about them retreating or something. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, no American forces in, in this. It's all about the British Army. Right, right. And it, it's a love letter. And, and it, the way that they close the movie, I mean, spoilers. I mean, we all know what happens if we study history. But the movie closes with the reading of Winston Churchill's famous, like, we shall fight them on the beaches, in the air, whatever. And the way it, I'm, 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 I'm being a nerd here talking about, like, how it was edited and, and, and arranged, but... God damn it! I've never like saw finished watching a movie and just went wow at the end of it. Dunkirk made me go wow. Okay, I, really, I I looked like, up I looked up the criticism that I was vaguely recalling as I scrolled through my Facebook timeline the other day. Marie Claire wrote an article saying that most people most women won't like Dunkirk because it's just for maleness. I think Dunkirk was mediocre at best and it does <laughs> it's it's not because it's some naive woman who doesn't get it, all right guys? I mean, I don't when, get it. Like why do you even like war movies? But I really don't get it. I don't like not, I don't this like, isn't for I, women. I, I, yeah, I don't like war movies. I really like 13 dresses. They could have implemented more dresses in Dunkirk. Guys, Legally Blonde is the best Laura movie ever. So Marie Claire Oh my god, Devil Wears Prada's on again. I need to watch it. But guys, Marie Claire is like the Alex Jones of feminist. Here's what I'm gonna read. Marie Claire says the film seems to cater to a certain type of man who would love nothing more than to explain to me why I'm wrong about not liking it. Well, here we go. Let's be ironic. Listen, Toots, you're wrong for not liking it. Because you're a dumb bitch. And all you do is you want to shit on anything that men like. Because at some point, and I don't know if this is true, but I'm assuming that you were diddled or touched when you were little. And some sort of monster broke your heart. And instead of dealing with it and going to therapy and actually getting over it, you're taking out your sadness on people like us and wonderful directors like Christopher Nolan who have done more with film than you'll ever do with your shitty blog on Marie Claire. So I'll tell you what. I have an idea. The next time a war comes, why don't you send your boyfriend who weighs, ne- weighs less than you to the front lines? Until then, go fuck yourself. Because I'm really, really sick you know, of this. You bring up a great point. Um, there were several interviews with the, with the cast members who, who took uh, actual Dunkirk vi- uh, veterans to yep. the premiere of the movie. And these veterans walked out with tears on their face. Are you going to tell them that, that of their toxic masculinity that is, is ruining the film? Get the fuck out of here. I believe they are, and I believe they would, and they would say it to those guys' face if they could. It's like that one asshole that, that went to, uh, what's his face, Buzz Aldrin said that you're a fraud and the moon landing was fake and Buzz Aldrin just punched, punched him in the him. face. It was a conspiracy Mar- theorist. Marie Claire says, I guess congratulations on order for Nolan managing to unite highbrow male critics and very annoying people on Twitter and your common bromance. But to make Dunkirk feel like an excuse for men to celebrate maleness, apparently they don't get to do enough. Fine. Great. Go forth, but if Nolan's entire purpose is breaking the established war movie mold, it's not, and doing something different, then why not make a movie about women in World War II? Because you don't get to decide what movie Christopher Nolan makes, you stupid, stupid cunt. Why don't you make a movie? Why don't you do it? If you want a woman, you want a movie with women in World War II, then you go make a movie of women in World War II making dresses and playing baseball. There was a movie of women in World War II. It was called The League of Their Own, and it fucking sucked. 
No, didn't they do one about like the code, uh, the, the code encryptors or something like that? I don't know. Something of whatever. Listen, I understand that women did stuff in the World the War II. The imitation no, game. Nobody's saying women didn't do stuff in the World War II, but you know what men did? You know what men did in World War II? You know what they did? They literally ran in front of bullets. So shut the fuck up. Yeah, guess what? Men get to pat themselves on the back for a really, really long time because they did that. And if you don't like it, you go fuck yourself. Because what have you accomplished? What's this bitch's name? Mahara. You dumb bitch with your dumb name. Go fuck yourself. You Brooklyn-dwelling entertain, uh, entertainment editor with a love for Twin Peaks 90s team romance about the summer. Yeah, okay. Well, you know what? I hope Dawson gives you AIDS. Oh, snap. Uh, speaking of comedies, uh, did you see the Charlie Sheen 9-11 trailer? Wait, what? 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 Oh. I got I've oh never heard of this. I've seen something you guys haven't. What? Uh, yeah, they are making a movie starring starring Charlie Sheen, Whoopi Goldberg, and I forget who else. They're people trapped in the elevators in the North Tower on 9-11. This is a comedy? Oh, it's not a comedy, but it's starring oh. a lot of comedians. <laughs> okay. Why? Why? Hold on, I have an ad here. Give me a second. Why would I've, I why would you pick it. comedians to do something so serious? Hold on, now I have to wait for the stupid ad. Uh, 9-11 official trailer, Charlie Sheen and Whoopi Goldberg. All right, let's see here. All right, home. Oh, it's rated R. Guys, I'm scared. This, it, it, this is a 100% real movie. I'm scared. Stop. Okay, let's see. Today, we've had a national tragedy. Not my president. In an apparent terrorist attack on our country, two airplanes. Is that Luis Guzman? Have crashed. Yes, yeah, it is. Into the World Trade Center. You know how sometimes you just don't want to get out of bed. Yeah. That was me today. Everything okay? Yeah. There's no one who has not been affected by this. Jeffrey, what's going on? I don't have a clue. Is anybody there? Can anybody hear me? Guys, we got 32 elevators off the grid. All the upper floors are gone. Hello? Anybody hear me? Betsy, it's Eddie. Baby, you're not going to believe this. Is this real? Hello? Oh, Mom! Where the hell are you? We're, we're still in the North Tower. Can you please have a call my wife? Me too. Mom, listen. Listen to me. Hello? People that were stuck on the elevators. At that point, oh. you're pretty much in your own coffin. You just happened to be sharing it. I think we're under attack. The explosion you felt was from the South Tower. When something tragic happens, your heart and your soul latch on to what really matters. You don't know me. I'm calling you for your husband. He wanted you to know that, that he loves you. It's a story about really honoring those that didn't make it. you got to get out of this building now! And those that did. Why? Why? Well, it was Is bound- this really necessary? It was bound to happen eventually. I just didn't expect that the first 9-11 movie would star Whoopi Goldberg. Now, the yeah. guy the guy holding Charlie Sheen's bloody hands knows he has AIDS, right? 
Or HIV, I don't want to. I don't don't think that's how that works. It could be stage blood. I don't know how it works because it's such a retro disease. I don't I don't care. Well, like 8-bit video games? I don't care yeah. how many B or C-list actors that they got for this movie. Just the premise of it still gives me chills. B or I mean, At least no Queen Latifah. That's terrifying still. But, no, I did, I did not know that Whoopi Goldberg was in a 9-11 movie. That looks is this Is this the first 9-11 movie? No, like, they, did, no. They, they did the one they with had fucking... They 1993 and wait, wait, wait. World Trade Center star Nicolas Cage. And then Loud and Fast, the one with Tom Hanks. Wait, which movies? You all talked over your, each other? And uh, the, the other ones were uh, United 93. Uh, the other one was called World Trade Center, and that starred Nicolas Cage. Really? And uh, the other one starred Tom Hanks. I forget which one. Oh, Sully. That wasn't that was no, the, Incredibly like Loud and Something Something Fast, that one, right? I've yes. never heard of e- any of these movies. Where have I been? You forgot. I guess you, were, so. you were supposed to never forget. Well, I remember yeah, the real. Th- I remember the real event. Well, guys, speaking of movies, yes. according to Salon, and I'm going to read the title exactly as it is. Okay. Dang! Looks like those woman-only Wonder Woman screenings were illegal. What? Remember what? when they had those well, women? Dang. Remember when they had those women-only Wonder Woman screenings and men were getting mad at? No, I wasn't invited. <laughs> well, I remember. In Austin. They uh, at the Alamo House, they had screenings of one woman that were only allowing women to go and men weren't allowed. And men were getting mad, saying, well, that's discriminatory. Right. Well, it turns out. Oh, that's right. They filmed it in the basement. Now, let me read here in Salon. And that's right. According to Salon, dang, looks like those women only Wonder Woman screenings were illegal. Uh, Now the chain has apologized for the screen. uh, An Austin, sorry, an Austin movie theater is being accused of anti-discrimination laws after uh promoting women-only screenings of one woman in June. Alamo Drafthouse, a theater chain, announced it would be holding a woman-only screening in Austin. It later expanded on those screenings to New York and Denver. Now, the chain has apologized for the screenings in a letter to the city. The Drafthouse admitted that the that their advocacy of the film screenings uh, for the women was a violation of anti-discrimination laws in Austin, Texas. The apology follows an outpouring of dissident from men who claim they felt discriminated against, resulting in two official complaints. By well, the way, well, wait a minute. I want to point something out. When men get get discriminated against, you get two complaints. I just want to, I want <laughs> to, just I want to make sure that everyone notices this is a level of outrage for both men. Is that a lot? When we get upset, we we get two complaints. And that's it. Uh, respondents did not realize the advertising of a woman screening only was a violation of discrimination laws. The theater wrote to the city, respondent has a very strict non-discrimination policy in place. Uh, the complaints were filed by the Albany law professor, Stephen Clark, an anonymous man. Uh, Clark, a gay lawyer. What does it matter if he's gay? Yeah, exactly. A gay lawyer specializing in sexual orientation and employment. Also known law. as a lawyer. Yeah, you <laughs> said lawyer. Uh, <laughs> sexual orientation and employment law explained that the promotion of screenings didn't sit well with him. And I'm a specialist in anti-discrimination laws. So I was fairly certain that this was not lawful, he told the, my statesman. Uh, if they were trying to do a gay only broke back mountain, I would feel the same way. And he's gay. Okay, that's why they said he was gay. I get it now. Uh, as it turns out, the complaints have at least some legal merit. Austin's city equality code bans public accommodations such as movie theaters from limiting their services to individuals based on factors including race, color, sex, or sexual orientation, gender identification. Uh,. So, wait, does the movie theater just have to apologize for doing illegal stuff, or is there a real punishment coming for doing the illegal thing? 
Like, is there a fine involved? In which case, no. Is the fine? I, I, I think, I think that just apologizing, and saying it won't happen again. But I just want to say, look, but I if it was I, illegal, by the way, no. But I know, but it doesn't matter. I don't really care. I don't. You know me. I don't really fucking care that they had a woman only Wonder Woman screening. I don't fucking care. It doesn't bother me in any way, shape, or form. However, do I like to see turnabout like this? Yes, I do. Oh I yes. love it. It's oh the, yeah. It is. It is delicious to see the motherfuckers that discrimination being called out for discrimination. It is nothing is more beautiful than when this happens. And I think that's what that's what happens to the social justice movement and all those movements is that they're starting to eat their own. It's it's becoming this cannibalistic thing where you're never going to be virtuous enough. You're never going to be good enough. You're, you're never you're never going to be perfect enough because eventually you're going to offend somebody. It's exhausting. And to do you try. think that that's where it ends? Remember, man, not too many years ago, and I'm not talking not too long ago, we were still deciding, well, don't ask, don't tell. Okay. Now gays in the military, no problem, no issues. All right, so now the trans thing. Okay, fine. Fine. After that's solved, what's next? People are never gonna be happy because when you're so comfortable, you could bitch about things like trans people in the military and and, and, and fucking what pronouns people get called. It's super easy to do that stuff. It's super easy when you have fucking a, be- a, a, a nice house, even if you live in a shitty apartment, you're living better than 99% of the planet, you know? Right. Like, stop it. You know, I, I, I hate They it. can't. They cannot help themselves. Once you've started complaining, you've rewired your brain to find things that are wrong and keep complaining about Can I about say them. that also I'm really sick of apologizing for liking the country? Like, I like America. It's pretty rad. Like... I'm really fucking sick of apologizing for it because every year it's like, it's a terrible country. We do all these terrible things. Bitch, if we're so terrible, how come everybody wants to come here? Like, how come everybody wants to be here? Because their family is here? Yeah, that's why. Because it's pretty fucking, <laughs> it's a pretty rad place to be. So fucking stop it. Stop pretending. I like, like you this using the word rad. Rad's coming back. In we a have Wawa's. Yeah. Where else can you find Wawa's? We Wawa's. Have Wawa's. And they're opening up next to Chick-fil-A's. Do you understand? The biggest struggle you have on Sunday is not being able to get chicken biscuits from Chick-fil-A. You understand that's your biggest struggle as an American? Look at this right here. Bammy knows the exact comedy this show needs. Because, first off, works on two levels. They don't like gays getting married. They've been very clear about that. But you know what they like? Making amazing chicken sandwiches. They are delicious. And that makes people happy, and a synonym for happy is gay. You know how many gay. gay people that Chick-fil-A because the chicken's so good? They don't it's care. It's so good. You can't hate on something that good. Everybody, that was a synonym for hating on America. Don't If you can't hate on Chick-fil-A because their chicken's so good, you really shouldn't be hating on America because America's pretty good compared to everything else. And you know me. So what? We have some weird policies every once in a while. I'm not, a fucking, I'm not a fucking, like, Team America uh, yeah, fucking this country, the rock flag and eagle. I'm not that at all. No, but it's pretty cool where we live. The more you I'm research, rock flag and eagle. the more you research, <laughs> like fucking countries where f- people are getting their clits cut off and women can't drive. And what fucking, about Venezuela? Yeah, <laughs> when you, fucking Ven- Bernie Sanders, a uh, fucking paradise three years ago. I'm never gonna let him live that one down. Fucking Venezuela is a place where people with the American dream. They, they, now they don't have food. You fucking cockface. You piece of shit. Socialism <laughs> never works. And I'll say this. I've always said it. Good luck trying to sell socialism to somebody who comes from a Cuban family. It's never going to work. It will never work. Fool me once. No, but you don't know any better. Let me explain you. I'm a white comic. Oh, okay. 
No, well, you know more. That's right. Of course, you should tell me. Now, do you have any memes that you could make of John Oliver that will help me explain? No, but I have a 15-minute skit about how Donald Trump is bad. Oh, is it because his name is Drumpf? Yes, yes, and I got all my material from John Oliver. That's great. I like it. Did you add any kofifi in there? Oh, this guy knows all the funny stuff. John, you spoke great language. I had three cups of kofifi today. This is great. I love it. Enough with the bad jokes. By the way, that's the other thing. Comedians. I know it's easy to laugh at each other, but look, if when you look at in the mirror, look in the mirror and go, are these jokes that I'm laughing at about Trump really funny? Or am I just latching on and trying to make people think I'm popular? Because objectively speaking, there is some Trump jokes that are funny, but very rare and far between. It's 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 all just plays. You gotta look at it, you gotta go back and look at like are Bush jokes still funny? Are, Clint, are like Clinton jokes still funny? It's, no. It, no, it's like enough, guys. I understand. I don't know. I still laugh at a good Clinton, Monica Lewinsky, and or a Clinton, Hillary joke. No. Back in the day when Hillary was just the lame wife to Bill Clinton while he was screwing Monica Lewinsky instead of Hillary. By the way, I'll also say this. I'm still really happy Hillary didn't win. I know that's an unpopular <laughs> opinion. But I'll say it right now, out loud. And by the way, didn't vote for either one. Still super happy it wasn't Hillary. Because I'm going to tell you something right now. First off, we would have bombed Syria anyway. We just would have been there even deeper. Let's be honest. That's what would have happened. And secondly, Phrasing. everyone that's like, you, what's, what's Trump going to do? He's going to bomb him? He doesn't know what he's doing. <coughs> Hillary would do the same exact thing. She would Honestly, just take longer. Hillary was more of a Republican an actual Republican than Trump was. Really, that's what she was. She had the banks back. She was talking to Goldman Sachs. Don't worry, guys. I got your back. Like, come on. Nobody cares. It's a joke anymore. The system doesn't matter. The president shouldn't have that much fucking power. We need to fucking reboot it. Enough. Enough. Maybe an Asian guy. Have we tried an Asian guy? No. Have we? I just kind of think like an Asian guy, you know, reasonable guy. Oh. You know? Well, if we go to war against Korea, you can uh, that th that might be a problem. Why no? We don't. We didn't. First off, I love that you think it's going to be the Ching Chong Asian. Fucking Indians are in Asia. That's a good point. Fair enough. You're racist. You immediately think. You immediately think it's. A, it's I'm. I'm not being a racist. I'm. I'm speaking for the other dimwits that are in the like, in the world that like see every race as one race. You're. You're. You know. You're racist because you immediately think it's one of those Ching Chong karate chops, and it's not. <laughs> I got Ching Chong Karate Chops 25 years ago today. Three Ninjas was released. Oh, I love that movie. Rocky Love. How many years? How, how many years 25 ago? 25 years ago. Holy fucking shit. Rocky, Colt, and Tum Tum. Holy shit, dude. Three Ninjas. That movie was one of those movies that was always on like HBO or something. Ooh. And I would watch that all the time. Okay. Three Ninjas and then three. Remember any Three Ninjas kick back? Oh, I, I I just realized something. Their grandfather was Asian, and not one of them was Asian. That would never fly these days. Let's see the trailer for Three Ninjas. Hold on, it's important. Finally. Up here. <laughs> Grandpa, how'd you do that? Takes time try attacking in a non-smoking section. I don't get we it. almost had you. Because no, he had a smoke had bomb. You. Had me? Oh, uh, Michael. What? If 
I hadn't stopped the car, you would have been called Pancake by now. <laughs> I don't get it. Okay, guys. Because he's going to run him over. Let's attack him again. Ah, two lessons you have to learn from this battle. Number one. We couldn't get Mr. Miyagi because he was busy when this movie was made. Never <laughs> attack unless you're going to win. And lesson two. Don't climb a tree that's full of thorns. Ooh. <laughs> that why wouldn't he move but, off of it? Speaking of Mr. Miyagi, did you see that they're making a sequel to uh uh Karate Kid? Yes, it's yes, a, it's, it's a, horrible starring it's a, everybody from the move from the movie. It's a YouTube Red exclusive. And it's gonna be like t- TV shows? Yeah, uh, it's gonna be a TV show starring Ralph Macchio, the, the guy who played uh the, Johnny. the uh the bully, yeah. Sweep the leg. And, uh, yeah. Uh, who's excited to see that? Dude, listen to me. The nostalgia train's coming back. I read that NBC has, has put feelers out to the creators of The Office and 30 Rock and all these old shows, bringing them back. Will and Grace got another season. X-Files, X-Files is coming back. Do you understand everybody is thinking of bringing these shows back? Because network TV doesn't know. Those are, that was really popular for them. Network TV doesn't know what to do now anymore with, with Netflix and HBO. They don't know how to survive, so they figure, well, The Office works, it'll work again. And don't get me wrong, I would like to see more 30 Rock, but, you know. At what cost? Yeah, at what cost, exactly. What? Of the children. What are the other show? The, oh, and, what, and uh, The West Wing. Obviously, because we have to make sure Aaron Sorkin has another opportunity to be a super liberal and shit on everything the conservatives think. We got you know, it, If I'm reading this correctly, if I'm reading this correctly, out of the entire video on demand market, mm-hmm. YouTube Red has 3% market share. Is that good? That's not good. Oh, that's not good. No. Yeah, like YouTube. Netflix has 53%, Amazon Prime 24 because it comes with Netflix. Hulu has 11%. PlayStation View has 3.7, so just a little bit more than YouTube Red. Um, yeah, so not good. Yeah, no. I completely agree with uh, yeah, I completely agree with you, Royce, uh, by the way, about network TV, but not going to lie, I'm pretty excited for Star Trek. Oh, me too, but Star Trek isn't even going to be on network TV. It's going to be on CBS's exclusive... Uh Streaming service. Oh, it's not airing on CBS. CBS it's All the, Access. It's gonna. It's only airing the the pilots airing on CBS, but every other episode's gonna be airing on CBS All Access, which means. Oh it, shit! I didn't know that. I thought they were airing on CBS. No. Nope. Which has even less market share than YouTube Red. Which means that I will be finding those video that those episodes some other way, but I'm definitely watching it. I am excited. The trailer looks amazing. Totally legally on CBS All Access. Absolutely is how, is how I'm gonna find it. Guys, thank you for listening. Hammy, plug your show, dude. Calf Crusher Radio, Wednesday nights, uh, 10 o'clock, tinyurl.com slash Calf Crusher Radio. Just follow us on Twitter, Calf Crusher Pod. And uh, Marie, why are you better? Uh, I am better than you because I'm not worried about the gender gap in the tech industry because that's where I am. Mitch, why are you better? I am better than you because I fall asleep like a grandpa with a blanket over my knees and a pillow behind my neck. John, why are you better? I'm better than you because in five weeks, I'll be able to teach MILFs and grandmas alike how to get better in shape. Hammy, why are you better? I'm better than you because I can write a sexist memo to my company. And uh, Sherry was asleep, right? And um, I'm here. Oh, oh, Sherry. I, I, she wow. was laying down for a while. Sherry, why are you better? 
I am better than you because I brought Jared Alonje to the show today. He was oh. amazing. And I'm better than you because I drove a Tesla. So I recently came into some money. Thank you for listening, guys. Hippo Juice tomorrow. Uh, make sure you subscribe. We're out of here. Hey, I got one more plug. Sure. Uh, the Going Going Nowhere show on YouTube every Wednesday, uh, a new episode of uh, Welcome to Tates that me and Nathan and our friends uh, down south uh, made about awesome. comics and related. Do it. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube and all the other places. I'm alive. Alive, I tell you. Mother, I love you. I want to hold you. I want to run in the stream. I am alive. I be alive. I am alive. Alive, I tell you. Mother, by a passing override, hold you. I'm running the stream. I'm running the stream. I wanna be alive.